Welcome back, guys, to the This Is Much More podcast. I'm Evelyn, and my co-host... Roly Vogues. And today's special guest is... Luke, the Blue Bus Vintage. Ooh. Yes, sir. <laughs> so what is the Blue Bus Vintage? So the Blue Bus Vintage is both, one, a vintage store, a vintage brand, and its own brand, in, in a way. And, man, I just love it. I sell vintage clothing, resell... Clothes that I find at the thrift store, a bunch of hats, you name it, 80s, 90s, sports, all that good stuff. And it's, it's so much fun. Dang. So what sparked that interest, though? Like, how, how old are you? I'm 23. You're 23? 23. Okay. God, yeah. So young. So he's, uh, yeah. How old are you guys? How old do you think we are? I'd probably say I won't get offended. 28. Me, 28, and him? Also 28. Uh, Lucky She's you. 18. Nah, just <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, no. No way. Nah. 27? She's 27. I'm 29. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so you're like right, right there. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're literally like right the in the middle. Yeah, yeah. average. <laughs> Would have been crazy if I said like 40 right now. Damn, I was like. <laughs> Man, who said that uh, for Larry's episode? Uh, Star. His oh. girlfriend or his fiance was like, oh, he's 40. And I'm like, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Off camera, though. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, real fast, though. Sh- yeah, I was going to say shout out. Um, he brought us the, it's, I guess it's Eureka. Buckle Bunny. Eureka Heights. It's the Buckle Bunny Gen Lucky Cream Ale. Actually, I, I liked it. It was pretty good. Really? Yeah. yeah I Usually, I feel like, um, wait, is it like a dark beer? Or not really? You know, I've only drank it out of the can, so I really can't tell you. Oh, because you know how sometimes... It tastes like a dark... Like it well, would be but it dark. doesn't have that like strong like yeah. dark beer aftertaste. Yeah, because... Um, which is the other one? Because we've uh, had some... Like when we've gone to like that one bar... Axelrad? Yeah. Like, yeah, like Axelrad and, mm-hmm. and they, places like that have usually like the local. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I guess I'm thinking like some of it is like comparable to like coffee. Whereas like sometimes mm. the coffee is super strong True. or you know what I mean? Yeah. But, no, it's no, pretty, but good. it's pretty smooth. Yeah. No, yeah. I but like it. It's, thank you. It is pretty good. Yeah. I was like, okay, let me see. Let me get something they've probably not had. So let me go with this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So what sparked uh, your mm-hmm. interest? Yeah, so basically, um, so I worked at a shoe store in 2019, one of my, or 2018 into 2019. My buddy um, was like the manager there at JD Sports in the gallery. So I started working with him and, you know, just was kind of into shoes, but nothing too crazy mm-hmm. at that time. And so kind of got started to get into like reselling sneakers, this and that, because of course we were getting all the Yeezys, mm-hmm. Jordans, this and that. So yeah. I was just kind of like backdoor in shoes. And then reselling them on like offer up. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of like, I was like, oh shit, I can make like a hundred bucks off this, like <laughs> just doing this, 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 and this, yeah. you know? And so over the summer, you know, I was like, fuck, okay, I should probably get like an internship or something. Cause at that time I was only a sophomore in college and I was like, okay, should probably start to get more serious with like getting the internship lined up, blah, blah, blah. So started working an internship, but still continue to like resell sneakers and this and that. I remember one time my, so I went home for a weekend and my neighbor was throwing away like an old Michelob ultra sign. And it was just like on the side of the, you know, to get picked up by the trash people the, yeah. the next day. I was like, fuck, let me take it. Like, let's see what's <laughs> up with this. Yeah. You know, it, it looked fine. I mean, I didn't know if it was broken or not, but yeah. why not try it out? So yeah. I went and grabbed it. I brought it in and lucky enough, I plugged that thing in. I pulled on the lever and it freaking lit up. It was completely fine. I was like, holy shit, I got this for zero bucks. Like, I'm about to make some money. Because <laughs> you look at these neon signs and I went online and I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit. 
Sold it for two hundred seventy bucks. Damn. I was like, God damn, I could be like flipping whatever yeah. at this point. Yeah. And so to kind of lean back on like the shoes, like was always kind of into shoes, was re- reselling shoes. At the same time, I was following like vintage accounts, was really into like vintage clothing. People would always ask me like, you, Luke, like where are you getting these like cool rocket shirts, you know, from mm-hmm. when they won in 95 and stuff like that. I was like, hey, just this account that I follow, this and that. And so that summer in 2019, I would go to a uh, sneaker store. They were doing like their own kind of like flea market mm-hmm. over the summer. And I went and stopped by there and these guys were... I went, in, I went up to their tent. I was just chilling with them, like checking out their clothes. And I was like, really fucked with their clothes. It was super cool. Yeah. Kind of started to get to talking to them and like how they started and this and that. And uh, I come to realize that they went, they go to U of H. And they're a whole year younger than me. And they're telling me like, yeah, we're doing this. We're like, we're flipping clothes. Like, it's super fun. Like, we just go to the thrift store. You know, we, we sell the clothes that like you're practically wearing all the time. I was like, dude, that's so crazy. Like, I'm going to do that one day. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to oh, do yeah. that one day. Like, I was so... So, in that, to kind of recap it a little bit there, with in 2019, I started in our, in our fraternity. I was our recruitment chair. Mm-hmm. So, I was super busy with that. I had an internship, school. So, of course, you could probably think like, oh, my God, all that together. Mm-hmm. Probably not the right time to start this Something. vintage yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I had so much going for me. So, once... So, when... Like the end of 2019 came around, I was like, okay, I'm going to start this business. Like I'm going to do this. Once, once my recruitment like chair position is over, which it end, ended in like November, mm-hmm. I was like, come January, like new year's resolution type thing. I'm going to start this business and just see yeah. what the hell happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, come 2020, I was like, yo, I'm just going to make this page. Two weeks before I'm sitting there on my phone. I'm like, fuck. What names am I going to use? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how did you come up with that? It, you know, so of course you can tell I love the color blue. Like, I'm wearing blue yeah. shoes. Yeah. I'm wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> blue is my color. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting on like five or six names. I still have it probably written down somewhere. But I was like, okay, look, there's all these pages out here in Houston, wherever. They're all named Houston, yeah. Texas, or something. Texas something. Vintage or mm-hmm. something yeah. like super... Not saying it's bad, but it's not marketable in a way. It's like mm-hmm. not a brand that can go behind it. Yeah. You know, it's just like Texas Thrift, this, this, yada, 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 you know? And I was like, all right, so one, I love the color blue. Mm-hmm. Two, the Volkswagen bus. Okay. You didn't, I don't have one. You didn't see, like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a car I would love to get in the yeah. future. <laughs> but man, that car is so cool. And the reason I chose that car is because one, of course, love it, favorite car. But me and my family, we're from the Netherlands, and we see that car all the time when we go over the summer. Mm-hmm. And so that's just kind of where like it all sparked. Thing, yeah. It's just like a thing. I was like, okay, the Blue Bus Vintage. Like, this sounds so cool, right? This If someone is just sitting on the highway, and I've had this happen multiple times with my friends, they'll see a blue Volkswagen bus. Mm-hmm. They'll send me a Snapchat. They're like, yo, the Blue Bus. Like, Aww. it's literally the yeah. car does yeah, it yeah, itself. Yeah. I don't even have to like say anything. Yeah. Like, the car, like, they know my brand and everything already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the car in itself, it already does it. And yeah. it just kind of like, it, it clicks. They were like related to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's like, so cool. So, yeah, that's kind of how the name came around. Now it's just like, it's become, it's, I, I can't believe like it's this big. Like, it never thought that it would be this big. I always like have high expectations expectations of myself but my gosh i mean i'm so blessed like friends and family that support (laughs) me like crazy i I can't believe it and it's and people have like shown me a lot of gratitude 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm looking at your shirt. That's mm-hmm. what you mean. Like, it's that's, like that's your brand. That's his shirt. Dude. Yeah, no, I know. That's yeah, it. Okay. it says the Blue Bus. Like, that's the what Blue I was Bus looking vintage, at. Yeah. And the you fire. sell those too, right? So, or, so, yeah, I did. So, I did a pre order, right? Now, this is like crazy story. So, on my one year anniversary, January 9th, uh, 2021, when? I was like, okay. Hell yeah, let me drop a shirt. Like, let mm-hmm. me do something like mm-hmm. to give back. Like, let me make something for Blue Bus for people to like enjoy. Now, this is like such a like a good failure story because <laughs> on my next um on my next t shirt, like mm-hmm. we're gonna pop off. Like we're gonna do good because we learned okay, from yeah, this. Yeah. So to kind of to kind of get to it there, this shirt on my one year anniversary, I was like, okay, we're gonna post a shirt January 9th. It was just a pre-order. So I had the design made. I had everything. I had everything lined up like pre-order. You know, I needed to get like 35 t-shirts made just to do the pre-order. So I put the pre-order out there. I'm like advertising the shit out of it everywhere. Telling my friends to buy it. Telling them to put it on their story. This yada, 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 yada. I get four orders and it's been like a week. And I was fuck. I'm not going to sell this damn shirt. Like it's not going to happen. Like I was so sad. Like it sucked. Mm-hmm. Like... I guess not knowing at the time, like how to really go about it, because now I do. Now I see like, especially with you and your brand, I've seen uh, the, the product photos and this, 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 and this, like, that's what makes it come to life. And people start to realize like, okay, you got to bring attention to it. You got to like make people get attracted to it, all this stuff. And then people are like the desire, like, oh shit, like I want this. Oh, he yeah. has that shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I want that shirt too. Yeah. You know, they also wanted to see it more in person. When I started wearing this, because so after that failed, right? I was like, fuck, I still need the shirt. Like, I love it. I'm like myself. So yeah. I'm going to make I'm gonna make five for myself. I, told, yeah. I refunded all the people. I was like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I could not get the order filled. Like, you know, and I thought I would, right? I had like 2,000-ish followers, plenty of friends that were saying, oh, yeah, we'll buy it. You yeah, know, yeah, yada, yeah. yada, yada. And then they see the price and they're like, and that's when I was like, damn, that's tough. I yeah. mean, you guys said this, you guys said you would, and then... Like, they hype you up, right? You, yeah. You're just like, oh, shit, well, this and this person said they were going to buy, so that's already, like, 10 people, and mm-hmm. plus my followers, you know? Yeah, you yeah. just have such high hopes that it's going to do well, Yeah. and it ended up not doing well, and I was like, fuck. So, but that's okay, it's okay. I ended up, <laughs> I still got the shirt, right? No, yeah, it's I got a nice shirt. And it's fire, yeah. yeah. I ended up doing a giveaway, I was like, fuck, I still got to give one out to somebody, Right, mm-hmm. so I do a giveaway. A bunch of people enter that, of course, because it's free. So fuck it, of course they're gonna join <laughs> it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I do a giveaway and bought five. I gave one away, and now I have one. My brother has one. My girlfriend has one, and then I got one left just to like you know sleep in, just chill. Maybe <laughs> yeah. give away again. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> How much were you selling them for? Thirty-five. Really? Okay, that's yeah. reasonable. Yeah, it's reasonable Honestly, because it's a price. When you said that, when they saw the price, I was like, "Well, shit." Well, I wonder if he was selling it like at sixty or something. No, it wasn't even that bad. And like, no, like, that's like average. Thirty-five is fine, right? Yeah. I mean, you got to pay for the price because, of course, you've got like what's going on on the back. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, yeah. What size do you have left? XL. XL. They were all XL. Damn. Yeah. 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 So you know. People have said like, yo, you need to drop that shirt. You man. do need to drop that shirt. Maybe man. I do, right? You know, so we'll see. Oh, we'll so see. you still haven't dropped it. No, I no, still he it did, only made five. But he only made yeah, five. Yeah, I yeah. only so. made five. So, you know, maybe we'll do another. But I have another design and we can kind of get into that. <laughs> that one. Honestly, I really like the shirt. Isn't it cool? I was trying to go for like the wrap t-shirt vibe. Yeah, yeah. I don't own any wrap t-shirts, but 
you know how that's kind of in right now and yeah. people were wearing that so i was like okay let me make a blue bus vintage shirt mm. out of that kind of on the back get like houston vibes so i have like the skyline i've got the be someone sign you know yada 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 so mm-hmm. yeah super cool and yeah, fuck it. It's exclusive. I got five. <laughs> you don't have one, so. <laughs> you know? No, that's dope. Yeah, so. Well, damn. Well, if you decide to sell that one, like, I'd buy it. Okay, cool. No, I'm saying, like, the extra large one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, we can talk about it on break. Or <laughs> All right, perfect. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you you came from Katie, right? Yeah, You're, I came from Katie. So, yeah. Highway 6 and I-10, like, I would still say it's Houston, yeah. right? But, like... We're just going to call it Katie. <laughs> <laughs> so you, but you've always been, because you said you're from, your family's from the Netherlands. Yes. But you guys have always been here or? Yeah. We, so I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas. Okay, okay. Well, we'll just say fucking Katie. Guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Born and raised in Houston, Texas. Both my parents are from Netherlands. They, mm-hmm. uh, they moved over here to, uh, to Jacksonville, Florida first mm-hmm. in okay. 1997 or 1996. I can't recall. And then my dad got a, a nicer job opportunity in Houston. So I go, oh, shit, let's yeah. go to Houston. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, let's go to Houston. And then boom, one year later, I'm out of here. And <laughs> I got born, right? Yeah. So, and yeah, that's how I came to be. Uh, yeah. I've got a little brother as well. Um, he's a rapper. So that's oh, super cool. Mm. And uh, yeah, he's got like 13,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. Oh, shit. Um, what's super cool, and this is totally like coincidental, I go by the Blue Bus Vintage. He goes by Red Boy. So it's kind of cool. Like we've got yeah. red yeah. and we've got blue and we've yeah, got these yeah. different colors going on. Totally coincidence. And yeah, we're both killing it. It's crazy how we're just like entrepreneurs like that off the bat. I was going to ask you, what about your parents? Um, like your their support is there? Yeah, they love it. They are constantly on Facebook just like sharing my posts Aww. and stuff. <laughs> like this oh, and that's that. really good. Yeah. That's really good. It, it's, it's super nice. And uh before this shirt, I actually made a hat as well. It was like a dad hat. I bought like a hundred of them. And I mean, those sold well. People loved those. And all my relatives, because we're the only ones that live outside of the U.S. And so all oh. my relatives over there were like, oh, I want a hat. Like, please, like, how can we get it, you know, shipped over there? Because shipping overseas is kind of uh, super expensive, super expensive yeah. and all that good stuff. So my parents would go back sometimes often to see my grandma or whatever it may be and I'd throw a couple in the bag so that they could get I'll theirs as well, up. you know? So, yeah. Dang, how is it that y'all are like, do you, how do you feel like, I mean, you don't have cousins here, right? It's yeah, just your I parents don't. and your just, brother. Just my parents and my brother. It's definitely like a different life than what others live when they have all their relatives inside of Houston or just yeah. at least inside of the U.S. to where you can yeah. drive potentially mm-hmm. to them. So, you know, we try to go every single year to the Netherlands just because you got to catch up with the family. You know, no, so your yeah. grandpas, your grandmas, your uncles, cousins, yada, yada, yada. So yeah, we try to do that every year. My gosh, the one of the, one of the hardest years of my life, like during COVID and right before COVID was when my parents, my dad had a job opportunity in, um, in Netherlands to work there for a year. Mm-hmm. So my mom was like, well, I want to come too, you know, because of course they live yeah. there all their whole life and now they get to go back for a job, a job just paid. for a little bit and get paid. So yeah, it's just me and my brother Dion oh, so y'all home stayed, in Houston like, and we were in college and like, we just had to work it out ourselves. It was tough. That was tough. Like, yeah, really that tough. is so crazy. Yeah. Like, how, how much, how, how much younger is he? He's 21. So he's two years. Oh, okay. Two okay years so yeah. So at that time we were he was 19 and I was 21 
And I mean, you can only imagine. I mean, yeah. they're eight hours ahead in time. Oh, so okay. if something's going on, right? Like, like the oh vacation's like not the same. Yeah, it's not yeah. the same. Like they were, like they were there for us, but it was like they were they were, they couldn't be there physically. So that kind of sucked. And that's what happened to you, right? With what? <laughs> when your your parents went on the cruise and your brother had like a major accident. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> What they happened? were like, where were they going? I don't know. They were like on a cruise and then... His yeah, it's just one of them cruises or whatever. And then situation sparked up with my brother. And then like I had to like... He couldn't... He didn't have his phone. I had to like um, uh, call them. And then they had to call me back. And I don't know. It, it was just, just like a back and forth, back and forth. But it's not... I can only imagine like as a parent, right? Um, like you knowing that you're there, but physically not there. So you can't do shit. You're just like there on the other end yeah. waiting. And my mom was like... I'm getting off this cruise. Like I'm a. Whenever we make a stop, you know, I'm out of here. You know, and I'm like, just chill. You know, we got it, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that oh sucks God. when they're not there, like when you need yeah. them type shit. You know. But no, I mean, seriously, and it was the the like the hardest part. And then, like my gosh, it was so emotional. We had to put my dog down. And oh my God. My parents That's were so over sad. over there, right? So it was like, you know, like taking her to the like. It was just so sad. Like my parents were on fucking Facetime. And we're putting our dog down at the at the vet, yeah. and like, you can only imagine if you. I mean, I don't know if you guys have any pets, but like, I, had I, to, I, I we had to I do think the it same. Was right, when was it like? Not during COVID, right? I don't know. It was before, right? Right, I think before. It was like right before COVID. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 That's tough. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it does suck. I'm actually. Yeah, we're about to actually put my girlfriend's dog down tomorrow so yeah it's kind of tough but she is like she's all good there mentally she just like cannot get herself it's just age up. it's just age like she's a mutt but like yeah. she just cannot get up like she's like peeing and shitting inside the house but yeah yeah she's gonna be up there in heaven running around with her with her other dog uh, annie from a couple years ago so good for her you know so <laughs> yeah. you know she's lived a good life long life so mm. yeah but that's well, hopefully yeah. everything goes well tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to be sad, but hey, you know what? It's, she's going to be in a better place. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, changing the subject, I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> no, let's no. get happy. <laughs> yeah, no worries. It's fine. It's fine. You know, he gives me like um like the happy vibes, like Rob. But Luke? Yeah, oh, yeah, but yeah. less uh, hyper, energetic. Yeah, yeah. less like, but in your yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> so, yeah, Rob, Rob is like that, right? Yeah, he's Rob very, is very energetic. He's but... very um, happy vibes, energetic, and I feel like you give off happy vibes, but more chilled. Like more chill. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Like I've had a long week. <laughs> so you're tired. I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm here and I'm ready. Like I was super <laughs> excited to do this. Yeah, it's, it's very exciting. Honestly, it's always. It's most of the time it's Roland that knows like the people that are coming, you know, mm -hmm. for the episode. So for me, is I'm always just like I'm like, um, well, I want to say half the time, right? Like I I don't know the person, like you know, it's based just off like social media. So mm -hmm. it's always very exciting to like get to know, you know, like, like you get to see this mantra on social media, and then you get to actually see him in person, talk to him, and see like yeah who the person really is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. True. Yeah, for sure. See, like, I know your favorite color is blue. Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone would know no. that. <laughs> Not with your logo. Not with my logo, no. Especially if they didn't know about Blue Bus, mm -hmm. then they would have no idea. <laughs> but so getting back into it, mm -hmm. and you said that, um, I know you mentioned earlier that you used to buy from other, like, I guess, resellers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when I was 
when I had met those dudes, right, mm-hmm. that were younger than me and they went to U of H, I was like, dude, I can freaking do this. So I was like occasionally kind of like bargaining them, buying stuff off them and just like flipping it on offer up. Flipping their stuff. Flipping like, their uh, stuff. What you would buy, yeah. What I was buying from them and I would kind of go on offer up and find jerseys. It would be like three jerseys for 10 bucks and like, one was an all-star game Yao Ming jersey. Mm-hmm. I, re- I put it back on offer up for like 180 bucks. Bargained with some dude and made 120 bucks. So I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> this is sick. Yeah. Like, damn, okay. I mean, yeah, the jersey was cool, but it wasn't even my size. So, you know mm. what? I'm just going to sell it regardless. So. Do you think you started like at a time where it's not as saturated as it is now? Totally. I think I, think I went into it just at the point where people started hating that more and more people were getting into it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I started January 9th, 2020. So this was like before the pandemic. I was like, this is the perfect this is literally time. literally right before. Yeah. Right before shit like hit the fan. And what's crazy is that like the whole beginning of the pandemic like completely made the space so saturated because people were just scramming around. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's the right word, but just like trying to find some way to make some money because everyone's just stuck in their house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, what can I do? So all these people joined this kind of vintage scene. You know, I wouldn't really call it a community. That's another topic for discussion, but it's crazy how much more saturated it is. And I'm so glad I'm like kind of hopped into it early and got so much knowledge on mm-hmm. it. And you know, I've just stayed true to myself and just like learned from others around me and taught myself. And yeah. man, it's crazy. Like I'm glad I started when I did, because I think if I started a little later, I don't think I'd be where I'm at today, honestly. Like, I just... It would have been a little bit harder, right? It would have been a little bit harder. And I think yeah. it's so... It is so, so, so saturated right now. It's insane. There's so many vintage markets going all around Houston. I can't even sell t-shirts like I was a year ago. Yeah. Because there's just so many other vendors. And the, the competition is insane. It's like everyone is like almost like pricing each other down. I could have a shirt on my rack a year ago that was like 20 to... 25 bucks nowadays it's in someone's five dollar pile how am i going to sell that same yeah. shirt for 20 to 25 now then then you do you think it's because since it, like there's so many people they just don't know the value of it yes one i think i think so but at the same time i feel like they're like not wanting to hold on to that item for too long mm. so they're like screw it we're going to just throw it in this five dollar pile we see mm-hmm. everyone's doing a five dollar pile it seems to work so we're just going to put it in there now I'm, now, I'm sure, like, those nicer items do get picked out first yeah. because yeah. they know that it's actually worth, worth more, more than five but... bucks. But, yeah, no, totally. Totally. Like, it's it's crazy. Like, I'm just, I'm just so glad it's, like, I'm glad it's more saturated, but at the same time, I'm like, my goodness, it's getting so much more competitive, yeah. but you just have to adapt. And I'm adapting well. I'm fucking selling hats like crazy. It's insane. There's not really a big market for hats inside of Houston. Mm-hmm. So, oh my god, I'm selling more hats now than t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, cuz that's what we're going to ask you too like what do you sell like more primarily? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd say like the past like 4 or 5 months I've been just going crazy with hats. One, it's so much easier to take pictures of, of hats, like with vintage shirts. Like I always like to do flat lay. I do mm-hmm. these nice, like, you know, I just try to have a marketable page to where my pictures look nice. Like, yeah, of course, do. you yeah. know, yeah. doesn't it look nice? Yeah. See, with hats, like I can knock out so many in one day taking pictures of them. I can do like a nice design with them, like sitting on, on a background and they just sell like crazy. Yeah. And when one person 
buys it. Another when when they get it in hand and they're wearing it out and their friends like, yo, where the hell did you get that hat? That's mm-hmm. so sick. Like I've never seen that old UT hat before. Like where'd you get that? And he's like, yeah. oh, just this guy on Instagram. Yeah. That's just crazy. One after another, all these dudes are hitting me up buying hats like crazy, and it just it's it's so fun. I love it. Like I've always just been into sports, and I'd probably say that's because my parents were never really into sports, so that's what made me get like really into it because mm-hmm. all my friends were into it. And now I'm just like a sports fanatic. Like I love vintage sports gear, you know, you name it. It's so fun. And whenever you get the hats, because I mean, we've gone to the thrift store, you know, like I'll just go and buy stuff for like me or whatever, Mm -hmm. or my son. And he's the one that just goes and like looks. But when I see hats, I feel like they're always so like uh, dirty or, you know. Because you do like a deep clean. You do like you reshape them and everything, right? Yes, seriously. Mm. So... When I find it, like if I, like I've been, I bought a, a fuck ton of hats, excuse my French, but like a fuck ton of hats from my friends. Um, his uncle collected hats in the nineties. Like he never, he never went to college. So he just like bought hats from every single team. Just loved the way they fit the yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And my goodness, they were just sitting in his garage for like 20 plus years. So of oh course you can imagine God. how dirty these hats. And of course he was wearing them. So sweat stains, I mean, you name it, everything how just the dirtiest shit was probably on that hat <laughs> it's been through something some probably like grease you know you everything so yeah so i clean those suckers like crazy yeah. like you got to i mean you can't sell that to someone it's just no, nasty yeah. you know? i mean and it's just if you clean it it just it's more uh it, the value goes up like. yeah the value goes up like crazy and people love a nice clean hat you know that looks yeah. like of course, these vintage hats are like 20 years old, so you want to try and replicate it like it's still brand spanking new because mm-hmm. if it doesn't look like that, then it kind of looks a little off. And yeah, like you said, like the value kind of goes down. So if you kind of make it, clean it up nice, do a nice reshape and, you know, that takes trial and error like crazy to get like a nice reshape mm-hmm. and like learn how to clean it well. I definitely fucked up some hats on accident, <laughs> but that's just that's just the way it goes. Do you, do you ever do like before and afters on your page or not? Yeah, so... Definitely, like a lot of yeah. the time. So, one of the about talking about fucking up. Uh, I did a before and after of like a Texas Rangers hat that I had. <laughs> My gosh! So, a, a nice like dark blue hat with the with the T on the front, and it says the Rangers across the back, like in big block letters. Yeah. So I was like, okay, both before, right? And then I clean it with a bunch of hats, and like I let it sit for a day. Like I usually do that, just so like it could really get all the grime out of there. And I pulled a hat out the next day and like the water is just completely blue. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God. Like, I think the hat died on me or something, yeah. right? <laughs> Literally all of the blue dye from the hat legit came out of it. The hat was red. It was no what? longer blue. What? It was insane. <laughs> I could not believe it. I was like, fuck. Let alone this hat I got for like 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. I could have made like 150 bucks on that thing. I was so pissed. Oh <laughs> my god! From blue to red, though. From blue to red. Yeah. And what's crazy? I had the same hat, but a different team. The Cowboys. Not shit happened same. to that one. That one was completely fine. Yeah. It was crazy. Like I could not believe that one hat. And I talked to some people about it. They're like, you know, some hats were made with like some different type of cotton wool than other hats, even though made by the same brand. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, this hat just so I. 
goodness. <laughs> From blue to red, you can only imagine how, like, you're in shock. You're like, what the fuck happened here? Like, this is insane. And now you're just like, new service. Uh, yeah. I'll change the color of your hat. I'm <laughs> 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 like, hey, do mine, bro. Like, do mine, I got you, right? <laughs> let me just let it soak for five days and we'll have green tomorrow. <laughs> Seriously. No, yeah. So we did, we did before and after on that, did a post. People ended up really liking it. Yeah. And they were like, damn, that's actually kind of cool. But of course, it sold it for a little bit less. Didn't matter. I was like, dude, it's a one of one. Nobody yeah. has this. So <laughs> if you want it, you want it. You got it. I got you. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. Yep. Peace. Deuces. And we are back from yes. our little break. We're back. Better um, than ever. I wanted to ask you, like, so aside from buying from other resellers, like you thrift your own clothes too? And hats and stuff? Yeah, I do. So I've been, like, when I first started out, I was thrifting like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. And it was just so much fun. Like, loved doing it. Then COVID hit. And that basically just shut all the thrift stores down. So I was like, how the hell am I going to source? There was really no way to source at that point. I mean, I only had so much inventory. And then once you start selling it off, I mean, how are you going to find more? Yeah. So at that point, it was really hard to figure out, okay, what am I going to do here? And so I just started going on Depop on ebay and i would just kind of like put the ebay filter on like lowest price to highest price and just scroll through stuff and okay this shit's cool oh i can get this for like 11 bucks okay if i can flip this for 20 bucks mm -hmm. okay i'll make nine bucks fuck it let me yeah. buy this because i literally couldn't we couldn't get, no one could go to the thrift store at that time so i was like okay this is the best way i can get some product out there to some to somebody yeah so that's kind of what i did i i used to thrift all the time and then as like School came around and working, internship, all this stuff, it just got, you know, you just don't have as much time on your hands. Yeah. So I like mm -hmm. wasn't thrifting. Usually like when you go in the mornings, it's a little bit better because they put all the new stuff out. But of course, continuously like through the day at the thrift store, they're, they're always putting new stuff out. But I like going in the mornings because no one's really there. Yeah. Yada, yada. And so I slowly kind of leaned off of going to the thrift store and finding stuff just because it got so saturated with people and it yeah. was just getting so hard to find good stuff because now it's 2022. I mean, you got to think 20 years ago, a lot of that stuff is either in a landfill. It's not really going to the thrift store anymore and it's going more to like the bins, you know, this and that. And so, you know, I, I know people that own warehouses and, you know, friends of mine that own stores, whenever they're like trying to get rid of product, I'm like, Hey, like I'll give you five, 600 bucks. Let me buy like just a bunch of stuff. Let me help you out. Get rid of that stuff that like has been sitting for you mm -hmm. and let me sell it. You know, mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah. heck yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. And so I've been doing that a lot. And just as the business grows, you have people who have, like I said earlier, they have parents or, or an uncle that has just a hundred plus hats and like, hey, yeah, my, my uncle's like trying to get rid of these. You know, they're really just dirty old hats. Like just want to know if you'd be interested. And I'm like. Hell yeah, let me see what the hell you got. <laughs> and I found a gem in there. My goodness, like, of course, I mean, that's just the name of the game. You can't speak too much and say, oh, yeah, that hat's worth a shit ton. Because then he's going to be like, oh, well, then yeah. let me, yeah, yeah. Let me I want a hundred for that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just how, I mean, that's just how business goes, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but shout out to Destry. Um, he gave me like 200 plus hats, I'd say. Now one hat in there was like 250 bucks. I did a live stream 
right? These I've been doing these live auctions on on Wednesdays. That happened uh, uh, during like COVID, right? Too like the li- the, yeah, the auctions, live, the and, auctions all that? and live streams. Yes, they did, and it was primarily for shirts. Yeah, and then kind of like all of 2021 has been like hats have been going crazy. There's so much more people watching hats, and like oh my god, the hat prices have just like skyrocketed. It's insane, and so that's crazy to kind of go back on that that one hat that I sold for 250 bucks. When I got all these hats for my friend, I cleaned them, washed them, and I promoted that I was going to do this live stream. Did a live stream for 30 minutes, and I made over $1,000. Holy so, shit. Just selling fucking hats. I made more in 30 minutes selling hats than I've done ever at a fucking pop-up for six hours. And I was like, God damn, I should start doing this more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dang. That's insane. Dang. Right? Of course, I had really good hats. Yeah. Like. Very valuable, collectible hats that collectors were after for years and you know this this and this and they weren't all like the craziest ones but i just was like baffled like wow in 30 minutes i can do those numbers but i sit at a pop-up all day and Mm -hmm. at the end i'm fucking tired and i have to break down the tent and i'm making less than that i mean at that point you're like because at that point you're like okay i'm doing this full i want to do this full time like kind of got to change the way I do my business. Maybe I should start doing more of these live streams instead yeah. of doing these pop-ups because all in all, these pop-ups, my gosh, you got to pay like 150, 120 bucks for a spot. So you kind of, if you think about it, you kind of have to make your money. You got to right? make your money back plus yeah. profit, profit, you know? So it's, I mean, I love those live streams. Those, those do really <laughs> So you, are you still doing those? Yeah, I'm still doing those. I just did one last last uh thursday so that was super fun um really enjoy it they have one on wednesdays and they also have one on thursdays it's two different guys mm-hmm. and what's what's uh funny i realized that everyone's watching the one on wednesday and spending all their money and so when they go to the thursday one not it as many like, people are uh, because they just spent a rack on, <laughs> on the, the wednesday one. one you know Man. so but no, it's I love it. It's so much fun. Uh, I love talking to these guys just over the phone, and we're, he's the the other guy on the on the screen is like helping you sell the hat. You know, stop sleeping on this hat. Like, yeah. This is such <laughs> but, a great deal. You know, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. I watched a couple of them, and um, just to see how it works and stuff. You know, whenever I started seeing them, because it's crazy. Because I feel like it does wonders for your social media too. You know, because now your your face is out there, and it's not just clothes on the feed is like you yeah know. i mean i'll hop in there and people are like yo what's up luke like let's go at the end of that 30 minutes i've gained like 30 followers mm-hmm. yeah, that's insane if i do that continuously my gosh that's that's better than running an instagram ad at some point honestly yeah, sometimes yeah. i mean so i love it. it it's so much fun uh i love hats <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i love these ads yeah no that's fire yeah it's it's I really enjoy it. And your hat's fucking sick, too. I actually had that hat Bro. two years ago, and I sold it. Uh, I do miss it, but it's good to see it in person <laughs> again. <laughs> no, I, I don't even wear this. This is the first time I, I actually wear it, wear it. But mm-hmm. um, I bought it while I was in school, while I was at U of H. Okay, hell yeah. yeah so I bought it at the Go actual... Cougs. Same here. Yeah. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. And yeah. shout me out. I got you the shirt. Right. Oh, she got me a Peterbilt shirt. Well, I showed it to you when we were at the... I was like, yeah, I was like... Because I, 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 I would go, because I sell too, you know, well, mm-hmm. not as much. I'm not as active no more, but I sell on Depop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here and and, um, and then, yeah, so I would go every Thursday and, and, and buy and stuff. And sometimes she'll go, and then I'll be like, uh, 
you know if you ever if you see something like you think that section. i might yeah in the girl section let me know right yeah, yeah. Let me know, and then she'll, she'll come back she's like oh i got this i'm like oh peter bill that's dope you know at, like, at first you're like oh peter bill and i'm like yeah like cars because our son was super into like the movie cars mm-hmm. yeah. i don't know if you've seen it no, of course, of course. Oh, well, then <laughs> yeah. I think he's like, and he's like, I'm no Mac. I'm a Peterbilt or yeah. whatever. And he's they like, said, Mac. Oh. He's like, I ain't no Mac. I'm a Peterbilt. And oh I'm like, my oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Y'all talking about Peterbilt? I'm sorry. I don't know Peterbilt. But if you want to inform me on Peterbilt, I guess it's a car brand. It's a car. It's something. a 18-wheeler. 18-wheeler sure. 18 brand. Okay, yeah, because cool. he so was. there's like Mac shit. trucks and then there's Peterbilt. The and I think Mac is like the like the top dog, right? Yeah, Mac truck. like. Uh, you know, you got a yeah. uh, uh, what's her name? Oh my goodness, the 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 rapper. Oh my God, I'm flopping on it. Um, I don't know. She's she's uh, she's dating Offset. What am I saying? Cardi Cardi B. Cardi B. She's like yeah. Big Mac truck. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know why I, didn't, I couldn't think of that. Cardi fucking B. She's always talking about the Big Mac truck, but not not that. Probably her, she's talking about her ass. So probably <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> I was going to ask you, uh, at what point you became aware that there was like a community for for vintage, but I don't know. You want to speak on that? Because you said like... Yeah. So whole- I'm like indifferent about it. Like there's, there's, yes, there is a community, 100%. Um, but it's, at the end of the day, we're all just our own businesses. Like, yes, it's a community, but at the end of the day, we're all competitors. We're yeah. all mm-hmm. trying to survive in a way make some money you know we're, we all have our own business tactics how we want to do things now yes i call it a community in like 2020 i would now it's gotten very like like ego has kind of taken over okay. mm. and people are very like gatekeeping with their their knowledge where they get their stuff where how to clean a hat even and i'm just like like they don't want to say like yeah they think it's gonna ruin their business in a way that they're giving out their secrets but my thought process is like why would you do that that's hindering the growth of vintage clothing let alone just shopping secondhand and where to find cool stuff at the end of the day you know i mean i'm all about sharing all the knowledge like I put all my prices on all my stuff. I'm not like DM to purchase and try to yeah. hide like what something's going for. A lot of people do that because they don't want people to like look at their price and say, oh my gosh, he's like charging way too much for that stuff. And, or for people to look at, at him and say, okay, now I know how to price that hat. Okay. He's asking a thousand for that. Okay. Then I should probably ask a thousand for this. Yeah. People are super gatekeepy like with their, the way that they clean their hats and where they find their stuff. Look, it doesn't matter. You have to adapt and change it. The way things grow is because more and more people know about it mm-hmm. anyways. So you just gotta, you gotta just think this at the end of the day, there's always going to be more buyers than there are going to be sellers. So tough luck. You just got to adapt and learn how to be competitive and be better than everyone else yeah. and be different. And you're going to be good. And consistent. It's all about consistency. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally that, and that's just why I say like it was a community. Then I started to kind of realize as like I got bigger, and I saw other people kind of like gatekeep stuff, and I was like, why are you gatekeeping? Like, what is the point in that? Yeah. And then myself, I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I think everyone deserves the knowledge because at the end of the day, like, I don't care if someone goes to the same thrift shop that I go. There's tons and tons of clothes out there and hats. Mm-hmm. I'm just as well going to find something 
the very next day and they're not going to be there that day. So who cares? It doesn't matter. I, the more the merrier. That's that's my thought process on it. Yeah, because I, I hated going to the thrift store because I I already I knew that Thursdays was the day that they like restock and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And I would go early. The one time I went early, and then, bro, like there was like they go in packs. You know, they go in like it's a groups. Yeah, yeah, and then they're just like ones in one uh, aisle. The other ones over here, and then they're just like picking up shirts, throwing them at each other, like putting them in their cart. And I'm just yeah. there like holy shit you know and it's kind of intimidating you know what i mean like yeah. you're just like fuck like oh they, they must have got some good, good. Yeah. yeah but once they leave and then if you take but they're in there like fast like they're in yeah. there like oh my god you know? i mean they've got it down to a science like boom yeah. they're going through a rack in 10 minutes yeah for me it takes me 30 right <laughs> yeah but seriously i like i, I kind of i would go and i would listen to music or a podcast while i'm looking and yeah there's shit they're gonna miss you know what i mean so yeah. you yeah, end up finding your shit taking your time whatever but no, exactly. Now, I will say, like, there is, like, a, a bit of a competition when you're in a store and you see someone who you judge is probably another reseller. And yeah. you're like, fuck, he's already in here before me. Like, he's yeah. probably already got some shit. And you're, like, <laughs> looking at his cart, like, damn, okay, okay, actually, I should be good. I could probably find something. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I've actually walked into a store over here by um, near U of H when I used to live there. And as soon as I walk, walk in the store... If you know who Paul Cantu is, yeah, mm-hmm. this motherfucker walks out of the store. I'm like, all right, I'm getting that fuck out of here. He definitely snagged everything. Yeah, <laughs> bro, he's unreal. Like so the shit he finds, I'm just yeah. like, there's no way, you know. Yeah. And then I've gone to places that he goes, you know, the same ones, and mm-hmm. and I I won't find shit. And then he'll upload a video. He's at that one, and then boom. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah, because he's shown me his videos, and I'm just like, damn. Yeah, he's a, he's a character. He's, he, he's, he's a character. I love him. Um, he definitely deserves the title Thrift God. Yeah. Uh, he's always finding the good stuff. And, I mean, shout out to him for, like, showing his spots <laughs> because he definitely didn't need to. But I'm all for showing yeah, it because, yeah. hey, then I learned where to go, too, sometimes. And yeah. I checked it out, and I also found cool stuff. And, yeah, shout out to that guy. Yeah. He's cool. Shout he's, out Paul uh, Cancel, he's, like, one of the guys that really, like started this like thrifting scene like just was big on youtube and has just been big ever since and yeah he kind of was right like, yeah the one i think he's the, he's the one that sparked me like into like i'm like oh shit like he's doing mm-hmm. shit like that you know and then that's what kind of sparked me into getting into, getting it, into it yeah because yeah, you yeah. know um before we used to always buy my son like not brand name but like maybe his first year you know yeah um no, nah, but not just Carters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, just like, Carters, like that what are store. Carters? It's Carters. like a store. Okay. It's like a baby store. Gotcha. So literally, like his first year, we would go and buy all his outfits there. Just from there. From gotcha. there. Yeah. yeah. And they're pretty pricey, right? Like, yeah. So it's like, it's let's like, say a little kid T-shirt is like fifteen bucks or ten bucks. Yeah, like, yeah. That, I feel like that's pretty pricey. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go to the thrift store, and I'm like looking, and then I'm like, holy shit, this is a Carters shirt. And that, and it has nothing. There's nothing wrong with it, you know what I mean. And then I'm just like two bucks, or or no. At the time, it was like three kid shirts for like two bucks, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, so you're like, hell yeah, I want this. No, literally. Yeah. So yeah. after when Roland decided to do like the resale, he we just started just going to the thrift store. Really? Literally, yeah. like I think my son's closet is literally all thrift store. Maybe his pants, yeah. like not like his sweats. You yeah. know, if I don't find some, like I'll just go look for some. You know, at, like at a store. But pretty much all his t-shirts are from like thrift store, yeah. like literally. Ooh, Sometimes, so and he has like some good vintage jackets yeah. too, right? That we usually give like my son's clothes to like his little cousins because he's the oldest. Mm-hmm. So then, 
but i've kept so many good like vintage jackets that i considered vintage yeah. you know yeah i bet you guys have and found then... <laughs> some good stuff if yeah. you think about it because i don't know like many people that are like out there buying that just to resell it you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. you guys are probably finding some cool stuff no yeah. yeah so then like when he goes when he used to go like to go like to resell whatever i would just go and like look for stuff for like our for him yeah, yeah of course no that so is so some... cool no, he's we said we were going to go buy him some stuff because he needs clothes. Yeah, he's, he's outgrowing everything and, and shit. Yeah. But I still have a, a whole drawer full of clothes that, that I, I bought too big. To. But I bought too big, too. Because yeah. there was just shit that I would find. I'm like, too big for him. So yeah. when he grows up, though, yeah. he'll have them. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God, I want him to wear this shit right now. But, you it know, he looks like a 5X on <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so no, I'm yeah, doing. literally, because not that long ago i think he doesn't really he's never been the type to go into his drawers and take the clothes out you know i don't know if you've seen those videos mm -hmm. but he's never been like that okay so then um recently i was like oh go get like you know go put a shirt on or something and he found that drawer that had like the big the sizes big sizes like and then he came out and he's like mommy look big and then i was just like he dressed himself like, and it was big. like a big ass t-shirt and i'm just like i was like oh let me go change you and he's like no no that he liked it he like i like this style he's really it's really fitting with the times the big t-shirt right yeah. <laughs> he's like mommy i want to wear this to bed. yeah i was just like okay yeah that is hilarious well yeah i bet you guys have found some crazy stuff you yeah got, you gotta show me later yeah <laughs> no yeah I'll, I'll, I'll try to look for some stuff um do you think people are back to the pricing thing like mm -hmm. you think people overprice their stuff like more than anything or you think a lot of them are fair i think people like the ones that have been in it for like some time like definitely know how to price their stuff correctly now there's people out there that just have so much greed in them that they're like they don't even they know like this i'll just tell you what i do right so i go on ebay and i go sold listings I see what it's sold for on eBay. Okay, not everything is getting sold on eBay. Mm -hmm. But on there, you can actually see like what has sold in the past 90 days compared to like Depop. You can't see like what something yeah. is sold for, yada, yada, yada. I've been saying that a lot, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> but we, we say da 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 yeah, I just, that's how I price my stuff. If I see... Yeah, because I went to your website and um, <clears throat> I was like, let me see if he charges a lot or not, yeah. you know. And yeah, I was like, he's like, how much does he charge? And I'm like, oh, pretty much the same how yeah. you charge. Yeah, she's like, oh, his prices are pretty good. And I'm like, oh, you're on his website? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. I thought usually when, honestly, I feel like when people are like vintage, you know, like, um, I feel like they always charge so much, you mm -hmm. know. Not always, I guess, most of the time. True. Know? Well, I'll, I'll give you this. So, like, of course, I'm, like, trying to go on eBay. This is mainly, like, what I do for hats. Because, like, for shirts, there's just so much more of a plethora of shirts out there than there are hats. So, if I just have some random, like, vintage fishing shirt, it's not going to be on eBay. And it's I'm not going to get an accurate thing. So, you're no, just kind of yeah. going to put it in this range of, at least for me, I put it in this range of, like, 15 to 30 yeah. You know, if it's it's a little bit cooler, you know, we put it a little bit more, right? Yeah. So that's kind of how I price it. Now, yes, a lot of people are selling shit for way too much when, in fact, you can literally go on eBay and price check, like, what it's sold for in the past. So why the hell are you charging mm -hmm. $100 extra over what it's been going for the past 90 days? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I use eBay as, like, a stock X in a way yeah. to see what is the market price on this. And I'll even knock my price down a little lower because at the end of the day ebay is taking like 10 percent. 
So if someone's selling a shirt for a hundred bucks, right? They're really, the person's only making 90 bucks. Well then mm -hmm. hell yeah, I'm going to sell mine for 90 cause then I'll just make 90 straight up. Now that seems cheaper to the person who's looking on, on eBay, eBay for the eBay, same yeah. shirt. Right. Yeah. And so that's when it gets, starts to get competitive. Like then, then you're like, Oh shit. Who's selling it for 90? Well, now I'm going to sell it for 80. Oh, oh, oh. And then oh. you start yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole thing with like people putting stuff in their $5, rep, in $5, yeah. you know, bin on the floor. When I, in fact, have it on my rack for 15, it's just because they couldn't sell it. They waited and it waited and waited and it still didn't sell. Fuck it. We're going to throw it in a $5 bin. This is like the leftover pile, the yeah. death pile in a way, you know? So, yeah, to answer your question, like, yeah, people. A lot of people know like the prices they're working with, mm -hmm. but a lot of people are straight tripping. They yeah. don't. <laughs> they are too greedy yeah. with what they've got. Don't you think it sucks that? Um, I guess the, how how I'm seeing it is that let's like let's say the consumer, the 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 you know the buyers are usually. I mean, obviously, there's gonna be people that know their stuff, and then there's gonna be people that oh shit vintage is in let mm -hmm. me start buying some vintage shit, right so mm -hmm. and if let's say let's say like you you got in early and then now it's like these <clears throat> these people that are pricing their shit really high and let's say i'm like looking for some vintage and i'm like oh their shit is real high they're selling a t-shirt for 100 bucks 120 like they know their shit that's real vintage you know mm. when in fact you're selling real vintage but it's like priced fair priced you know fairly I mean? and now you have a sea of people going and supporting the people that are overpricing and for you to speak up against the sea of like consumers and and all this shit you're just like fuck i can't make a change like it's it's just what it is you know like it, it kind of sucks you know like yeah it, it it does suck but i think like i love that i get to speak on this because mm -hmm. more people need to know like this is just how it's gonna go at the end of the day if we want this stuff to grow like people need to know like People need to have more knowledge on it. Of course, yeah. the whole game is eventually going to be like going to the thrift store and finding it for cheap to then flip it. Now, there's just like, of course, people will start to say like, oh, well, you're taking away from the poor people. Well, mm -hmm. there's plenty of clothes, guys, in the world. Like, there's yeah, I was going to ask you about tons that. Tons of tons of clothing. There's like endless amounts. Like we could live generations on end yeah, with the yeah, amount of clothes sure. we have. So why are you sitting here? telling me that i'm taking like good clothes off people's feet when in fact they could go in at the same time i'm going in and find that stuff and wear it they're not going to the thrift store just to find that cool stuff they're trying to find a just Something some t-shirt to, put on, back, to yeah. put on their back because they can't afford to go to even gap or something like that they they need to go well they don't need to go but some do right yeah. for yeah. instance because that's just they only make so much, you know? Yeah. And so people like to say that. And I just say back to them, like, guys, there's plenty of clothes in this world. You don't need to worry about that. No. This is just, this is how capitalism works. Yeah. You yourself can go to the store and flip stuff. That's totally you. You do you. Mind your business. I'll mind my business. Just, that's just how it yeah. is. I don't know. How do you guys feel on that? What's no, your it's true. I mean. Have you heard that? Point yeah. of view. No, yeah. And then I'm on Reddit a lot on a Depop uh, subreddit. Mm -hmm. And and on there is nothing but complaints. It's just like people complaining, complaining. And and, and then they always have their back and forth about like landfills and shit, shit like that. Like, yeah. oh, you know, I hate these resellers because they're, 
overpricing and and when you can sell it for or give it to somebody that's in need and there's always going to be somebody that needs more than the next you know mm-hmm. so it's you're never gonna um yeah. you know like meet that whatever you know you're not yeah. gonna make everybody happy yeah yeah at the end of the day so. you you really can't and you just gotta let them know straight up it's just how it is and i just can't say it enough that there's you don't need to worry because there's just so much out there it's just yeah. endless amounts yeah. and you think like it's just the u.s like there's people in the philippines and indonesia and places like that that are reselling even crazier than the people are yeah. here because they're like holy shit we get this made in america stuff great quality you know all this stuff it's coming over here practically for free because we can't keep it in the u.s like it's just piling on top of each yeah, other yeah so we're shipping this off basically to a landfill over there but before it goes to the landfill they they run it through the town and say hey like we got this bale we'll sell it to you for 90 bucks all right you pick and, and then that's all yours you get to go through it and then people will buy that bale keep some stuff for themselves and then resell the rest so they can make their money back that's what they do like all the shit that 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 is gets so left crazy. over at the racks, gets left over at the bins, gets basically goes to the warehouse first. Then after that warehouse, it goes overseas yeah. and then they take right. another pick at it. And then the last final landing position is in a landfill or in the ocean. And it takes millions of years to disintegrate. Just, yeah. It's literally like, that it's is just so crazy. crazy. Yeah. And how did you find out like about that? Mm hmm. So that's that's why I was kind of on my phone here for a second. I watched this video um, on YouTube, and it's called, let's see here, The Environmental Disaster That, hold on, that is fueled by used clothes and fast fashion. Um, and this is by the foreign correspondent, ABC News. And they talk all about it. They really get in depth with it. It's like a 30-minute video, and they just say like, my goodness like look how much we are overproducing clothing sheen oh my goodness they're like the people that work for sheen <laughs> are working on pennies on the dollar it's insane it's like slave slave labor i've heard in I've a way heard about that you know you've got little kids probably making that sheen top that you bought for nine bucks and that kid made two cents and and now you're thinking now now that you know that you're thinking damn i'm like supporting that because i'm buying yeah that yeah. cheap ass crap mm-hmm. from them you're seeing sheen in the store in the thrift store now because that shit's whack that shit no, is yeah it's a very it's very cheapy yeah. material yeah because yeah. i ordered I, i've only ordered once and it was last year but i mm-hmm. whenever i ordered i was like we were going on vacation so i was like let me try it out yeah. right of course everyone was on it sheen hall this this no, yada, yeah. Yada. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah honestly and then when I went, when I haven't ordered since it was October, well, I won't, my first I time. won't judge you if you order no, no, no. from it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did, whenever, before I ordered, I I would see a lot of people post it, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, let me try it. But I was always so scared that it was cheapy quality. Yeah. Because I would see it but at it, Yeah, it was almost too. like it was a popular thing too, though. Like yeah. a popular name brand. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, it was more, um, their things are so cheap, literally. So cheap. You're thinking like, how the hell are they making money off yeah. this? Because yeah, then I would order from like another little store. It was called like Blushmark or something. Mm-hmm. But it's a little bit more expensive, you yeah. know? So I'm like, all right, let me try Sheen or whatever. And um, when I ordered, I mean, the stuff that I got was not bad. I mean, it was like, it was all right for the price, right? Yeah, of course. And then um, 
then I started seeing the whole don't support Sheen, like our Sheen, um, like, you know, they like abuse their workers and shit like that. So I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm always not that I'm like, oh, I don't care, whatever, you know, it doesn't affect me, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> not yeah, in exactly. a selfish way, you know, yeah. but true. I mean, I haven't ordered, but it was more like, a, oh, damn, like, that's crazy, you know, like that, that's the, they're, that's they're that happening. type of company, you know, yeah, but, um, but the quality wasn't like. You know, it's like whatever to me, yeah, you know, true, true. but, um, well, you'd be but surprised. you can find them at the thrift like all the time. Yeah, you really can. It's insane. Like how much clothes that they push out and for so cheap, it's too good to be true. Like, yeah, there's someone not getting paid. If you think about it, like <laughs> no, yeah. the it fair only amount, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it only makes sense. And you'd be, and what I was saying is you'd be surprised how many other companies are doing the same shit, but they're doing so well at hiding it. But people are figuring that shit out. That, yeah. that shit's happening. Yeah. I mean, you've yeah. got Urban Outfitters, Fashion Nova. I mean, see, like I Fashion Nova, I've always on. felt like they were really like um, not pricey, but you know, to me, I was just like. But I mean, see, I used to always go thrifting, anyways. Mm-hmm. Like because even before he started reselling, like I would go to the thrift store and buy me my like random stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it was just so cheap, you know, and yeah. I was just like, shit, it's like I don't care for it. Like, no, I'm of course just not. Gonna get and it, at you that know? point. It's, you're not even supporting that set company if you're buying it from the thrift store. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter to yeah. me regardless. It's just the fact that that's they revolve their business on using people, hard work, and paying them pennies on the dollar, which mm-hmm. fucking no, yeah. sucks and like doing overtime like crazy and practically yeah. sweatshops like you've yeah. like you hear like in China and yada yada and, and just no yeah because and she and like on the the because re- I very what I do is I like to look at reviews right if I can try it on I go based off the reviews yeah and it's really like oh this top fit me really well give my like my my review a like so I can get points mm-hmm. so they they give the people points if they leave reviews on like oh, the actual really? item and those points accumulate and then you can buy stuff for free Oh shit! That's actually a smart idea. I'll tell you what, though, I heard this in the news. Um, I'm not. I'm like 99% sure this is about Fashion Nova, but I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. They were faking their five star reviews. They were putting a shit ton of five star reviews on all of their products, so it seemed like everything was like legit. top quality, legit. Like people were loving this. They were faking the hell out of it. How scheming of them, right? Yeah. Like you. I mean, of course, every business is probably doing some type of shady business that you don't know. But the fact that that got called out on, that's crazy. That just makes you realize, like, what the hell are these other companies doing, right, behind yeah. our backs? Mm-hmm. You don't know. It's it's insane, but that's just... But, I mean, isn't it, like, crazy to say that that's just how life is, right? Yeah, it's it basically it out okay. of your control. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you, just because you don't go support them, they're not going to shut down. Yeah, they're not. They're just too big. Um, yeah. The only thing you can do is speak out about it. And mm-hmm. if enough people speak out about it, then um, then something will happen, right? But I'm not all for, I'm not all, I'm not about canceling whatsoever i think that's the dumbest shit yeah i think yeah, that's pretty that's, um, that's, we think the same. i think people have just come to the to the point where they're just too soft to like realize that we're all human beings yeah people mess up right i bet that same person calling someone out and trying to cancel them has fucked up at one point in their life but they just haven't been called out on it no one's fucking perfect like yeah. i just think it's it's so hypocritical because if you probably go back to that person that is like I said, it's calling someone out. They've probably fucked up. They just haven't been called out on it. Yeah. Nobody's fucking perfect. At the end of the day, 
I, I get you can put you can suspend someone. I think that's a better term for it. Like mm-hmm. if someone fucks up, like kind of just like they need to go for a little bit. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they need time for every, everything <laughs> to die down and shit. You know, it's, it's kind of like the Travis Scott. The whole shit happened, and yeah. he hasn't been active or on social media or anything. Yeah. You know, so he hasn't at all. So I mean, give it time for people to forget about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that was tragic. Um, of course, I don't want to speak on that because that's just so sad at the end of the day. But just like canceling in general, I just I hate it. It's it's so yeah. dumb. I just think we live in a day and age where people idolize these celebrities like they're some type of god and so when they see them fuck up they think that they can go after them yeah because they messed up yeah but then at the end of the day it's like who the fuck are you like you're you're nobody true and what i've realized is like i've met some fairly famous people they're just normal people like us but those people that are calling them out they don't know that they have never like interacted with someone like that and don't realize i mean i'll tell you that like when i was like you know 12 13 14 that's how I looked at famous people. I thought mm-hmm. they were some type of goddess, right? God. And so, but now that I've met some people and I've made some connections and with, you know, wealthy individuals, famous people, they're just normal. They're just, they're just like us. They're just yeah. normal people. That's exactly how I feel. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. like, I feel like celebrities were untouchable or you're, you're never going to see them as it's, it's, it's going to be rare. And then, and yeah, I've built same connections and, you could you could spot Slim Thug like some like at a store or something yeah. like he, he goes to the vintage stores too and stuff like that. It's it's just very normal and they they are just regular people. Like, exactly. Yeah. So I uh, crazy. we were in New York for New Year's and um, we're walking in Times Square on uh, New Year's Eve and um, we see Tommy Fury. You know who Tommy Fury is? I don't. He was supposed to fight uh, Jake Paul. You know who Jake Paul yeah. is? Mm-hmm. He's supposed to fight Jake Paul, but then he. Jake Paul ended up fighting Tyron Woodley. Okay. You know that guy, yeah. right? Well, we see him. Um, you know Tyson Fury, maybe. His, yeah, yeah. his dad. So, oh, okay, okay. They're not his dad. Sorry, his brother. I always call yeah. him his dad because he looks fucking way older. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's bald, so you can only think like he's probably his dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's his brother. Okay, yeah. We see him, and uh, Sarah, uh, my girlfriend's brother, uh, Nicholas, he goes, yo, that's Tommy Fury. I'm like... Well, shit, let me go say hi, right? I mean, it's just a normal person. Of course, he's going to love that someone notices him and yeah. says, like, what's, what's up? up? So I, I fuck, he's down there already with his girlfriend walking off. And I'm like, running over there. <laughs> Yo, Tommy. He's like, oh, mate. He's like from British. He's, he's from Britain. <laughs> he's like, oh. And I was like, Yo, what's up, man? How's it going? Like, would love to take a picture. Of course. I mean, you can only, that's like, in when you th- when you think about it you're like that's the first thing that comes to mind that you want I'll to do that you. right yeah. picture, right we were in times square so proof. shit was just like people were walking i was like hey what's up okay yeah can we take a picture and so i just took a pic but that was so cool i mean it's just a normal like he would love he just like loved to yeah of course i'll take a pic yeah of course i'll take a picture with you <laughs> you know so that was yeah that was super cool yeah uh, i just seen a video I, I think complex posted it or something and it was drake Mm-hmm. It said a uh, fan casually uh, says what's up to Drake or whatever, and Drake's walking. By, he's walking by. This guy's sitting like with a beer or something. He's like, "Hey, bro." He's like, "Hey, Drake, like your music or love your music." And they just do a little fist bump, and then that's and he it. Keeps you know, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, he's like, "Hey, like, like your music, bro." And then that's it. And I'm just like, "Damn!" Like, yeah, he's you know? casual about it. He's not yeah. like fa- because you know, there's people out there. No, that yeah, are like, like fan girling. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but like I've also seen like. um 
like Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like her thing is like she won't take pictures. She won't say hi. Like it's so crazy. Because yeah. there is that type of like celebrity True. that is just like, And I think they're just so tired of it. Honestly, more than likely, point, yeah. More than likely, it's just. I mean, they grew up in that. They world. grew up, yeah. So they grew up in crazy. that. I mean, yeah. anytime you see very, very, very popular, I would say, you know, A-listers, more than likely they're wearing sunglasses and they're just not trying to get all that paparazzi on them. They're just yeah. ready to walk out that take- hotel and walk straight into their SUV that's taking them off to wherever they're going. You know, yeah. they just mm-hmm. they just don't like that. But the ones oh, that yeah. are a little bit smaller and. You know they appreciate it. They love yeah. it. They any any time. You know, and yeah. I think I think that's so cool because then you realize like, oh, it's just a normal, it's just another normal human being. They're just they they've they've hit the success and they're only getting bigger and better. And they they knew how to do it. And props to them. And it's just a normal human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout out all the humans out there, bro. Yeah, shout out all the homo Be sapiens. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> So going back to your website, because we talked about it for a little bit. Yeah. Do you plan on having or like an actual store? Yeah. So currently, I would love to. And I've always told like all my fraternity brothers, I've told my girlfriend, I've told everyone. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, who who wouldn't, right? In this yeah. space, you sell vintage clothing online. Why wouldn't you not want to go the brick and mortar route and mm-hmm. sell clothes for a living? That would be so, so sick. I currently am like contemplating it just because the the business side of vintage profit margin wise and everything like it's a lot of work like don't get me wrong I would enjoy it and love it but I think I need to figure out where I would want to do it first don't want to do it in Houston just because there's just too many the how am I going to compete when there's 20 other vintage stores in Houston Texas it's just way too hard. It's just harder for you to get up to their level. Not that I wouldn't be able to do it because anything's possible. Yeah. yeah. But imagine, compare that to if I were to start a store, for instance, in, I don't know, let's just say Waco, Texas, or just name a city that's pretty big, but doesn't have a vintage scene whatsoever. Yeah. Like my buddy started a store in Lubbock. He's one of two vintage stores in Lubbock, Texas, where Texas Tech is, mm-hmm. and he's killing it because those are the only two stores yeah. there. Oh, yeah. yeah, he has the entire market right there for him. So, yeah, would love to start a store. That would be so cool. I tell people, yeah, three to f- three to five years, like I can do it. I'm currently working on getting um, licensed for to be a financial planner, so I have to get like my Series Seven, all this stuff. And I really, that's what I went to school for. I really enjoy it. That job in itself is your own entrepreneur because I'm selling stocks and bonds, you know, life insurance, everything to help you invest, build your life, make a budget, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's how, that's how that business makes money. And I see a lot of successful people in it and they have their own hours and they have this, this, and this. So I really want to like get super good at that and do well in that and then if i gain enough money maybe i'll take a chance and start a store yeah and that's what my friend actually did he runs alabama vintage his name's charlie nelson he's literally did the same exact path that i'm on Mm -hmm. he's just two years older he wasn't in financial planning but it was something in finance right 
Um, went to work at a big firm, hated it, just was not about Damn. that nine to five life. Had a crazy following on Instagram. Started a store during COVID in Huntsville, Alabama. A year and a half later, he starts a store in Tuscaloosa, where University of Alabama is. So mm-hmm. you can only imagine, like, there's no market for that stuff there. And he now he has two stores, and it's crazy. And he's living it up. He's in New Orleans right now. Shout out to Charlie. It's his birthday tomorrow, and he oh, is shout just out Charlie. Shout out to him. Yeah, that's isn't that cool? Like he yeah. just he took the risk, and it's all about risks. I tell people that all the time, but he took that risk and he's enjoying it. No, he, he's in New Orleans celebrating. He's in New Orleans celebrating. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could be in New Orleans celebrating, but I had to work today, right? I had to go to work today. And he, then we had yeah. the podcast schedule. And then we had the podcast, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, you're never going to know unless you take that that mm-hmm. risk, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that makes sense, though. Like having it somewhere where there's not a lot of vintage stores, I mean, it's only going to target your store more exactly i mean mean, this stuff is only going to get bigger and bigger i don't blame people to start a store i think go for it if you can do it talk to to the right people you can make it happen i think just in houston texas might not be the right move because there's just too many of other people like me doing the same shit how am i gonna what if uh, stand out amongst the 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 others what if you did a mobile store True. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually something that is like, I write on my, uh, on my website. It's mm-hmm. in my, like about me. And I say, I would love to own the blue, a blue Volkswagen. Right. Yeah. And I would love to just drive that thing around the country and just do pop-ups and like, just imagine like, this is like my vision. Right. And I see this in my dreams. I'm like opening my sliding door on my bus. And like, I pull this like, 10 out pergola and i have like this fake grass on the floor i've got my rug from you right (laughs) there and i'm selling clothes and i'm just traveling selling clothes i follow all these bus accounts and it just looks so fun people that like just you know live in their bus and stuff like that super like hippie vibes you know super cool like not that i would probably live in my bus I would I would like to take a nice clean shower like in a house or something instead <laughs> yeah. of like that. But yeah. that would be fun, like you said, like something mobile, like that one uh, that one business called United States Vintage Service. Have you seen it? It's yeah. a. Uh, I haven't. It's just think of the the big UPS trucks, not the small one that comes by your house, but like mm-hmm. three times that size. He made a vintage store out of that, and he just put racks in it, made it super nice. Shout out to him. Super cool idea, right? Mm-hmm. Now, in a, in a way, that's kind of like my vision, but then with my bus, because, yeah, of course, my thing surrounds is surrounded around this blue, you know, blue bus vintage. Yeah. So why not do that, right? That would be cool. Have you linked into them? Yeah. Like the pricing? The pricing. So I follow a guy that, like, buys and flips them. He'll mm-hmm. buy them, like, all fucked up, like, do a nice paint job, fix yeah. it all up. I mean, I've seen some go... You know, for around 15000 So it's like, with my job I'm working at now, like, I can... I mean, I have student loans. I'm paying off currently. I'm about to pay that shit off this year. So I'm fucking <laughs> That's hyped. That's good. Yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> so once I pay that off, hell yeah, I'm starting to save for that. I want one. Yeah. I want one now. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that thing would be so sick. Like, yeah. if I get one, I'm going to get a fucking badass one. It's going to be the, the perfect color blue that I want. 
Oh, so nice! No, I'm excited. Yeah, that's, yeah. You're speaking crazy. into existence. Yeah, sure. it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Like, yeah. That's just like I'm always about like speaking it into existence. Like mm-hmm. that's I'm I'm so glad you said that because when I was trying to take these tests, I was like, I'm gonna pass this test for work. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Like my work would be like, how do you feel? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pass the test. Of course, the test was like in two weeks. Yeah, at that time, maybe I wasn't super, yeah. probably wasn't going to pass it, thinking I wasn't going to pass it, but I'm I'm going to just at least say say it, mm-hmm. manifest it in mm-hmm. a way. And so it's like law of attraction. Like you just got to say it to make it real. And that's that's what I'm trying to do with getting this bus and passing these tests and just with everything in life, like just at least speak it to make it real. Don't have it just up here. If you, had a, if you have it up here, it's like, it's nothing. It's just a, it's yeah. just a drunk thought. It's nothing. Yeah. Nothing is actually really coming out of it. But if you ha- either have it written down, you're either you, you're doing these affirmations in a way, saying yeah. that you're going to do it. It's more than likely going to happen. You just gotta make yourself believe and make others kind of bring that energy your way. That oh yeah, he's he's saying he's yeah. going to do it. All right, he's going to do it. Hell yeah, let's oh, go. Yeah. Have you seen the the Kanye West documentary? Yes, I did. Because that's full of like manifestation, bro. Like yes. it's so crazy. And I was telling her, I'm like, man, there's just scenes where he's like, he's just like, I want to be the best dressed rapper. Like, and mm-hmm. then now he has a clothing line. Or he's like, um, whenever they they put instead of Kanye West, they wrote Kanye, and then he's like, might as well just be Chicago's very own Yay, and now his name is Yay. You know, it's like, yep. <laughs> and and I, I literally remember the whole Kim Kardashian shit that's going on or whatever. Yeah. I remember that he was at there was a time where he was like I, I I'm going to be with her like I want to I want her as my girl and yeah. and fucking yeah, married her I and everything. I remember in um the keeping up with the Kardashians he was her he was like her friend and he would like pull up and stuff. Oh, like in the episodes too like he would yeah, come he up. Yeah, he would there. come up. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I feel yeah, like I he came it. out maybe in like two to three episodes like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. But yeah. man, he manifests a lot of shit. He like, really did. Like that show Oh my god, like it did wonders on me uh the last episode at least. Like I just got and my brother too. We both talked about it. Like oh my god, I got so much like inspiring words out of that because yes, this bro. man was so Okay, he was very self self-conscious and like was like bragalocious like mm. about it. Like that's not a word, but like <laughs> he he knew he had it going for him and he said that it was going to happen. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to be that way too. Like, I'm going to speak it to existence. Yeah, yeah. And this man is crazy. But you can tell he worked for it. Like, Yeah, he did. So I mean, it's like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to do it, but not do shit about it and wait for others to do it. Like he, he did. Like, Yeah, lot. like people had to realize like he was more than just this producer. Yeah. You know, people had to, like for me, they had to realize I was, I was not just some weed out vintage account. You know, like I'm the real deal now. Like I actually have a decent following behind my name. Like people support me like crazy. Like if I were to go just ghost on people, they would like legit miss me and be like, where the fuck is, is the blue bus? Where's Luke? Like, like we need his clothes. Like we we, We need his hats. We need his hats. Color changing the hats. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. So yeah, it's, you know, so it's, it's so crazy that my business has gotten to this point so big i did not think i mean 
I did think it would it would go big, but not this quick. Yeah. I I made a um, it's actually on YouTube. You can watch it. I made a video to join the entrepreneurship school at U of H, and at that point, I basically like said in the video, I was like, I'm the biggest. I'm the next biggest like vintage account coming out of Houston because I for real was like I was the fastest growing account from like from when I started to where I was at at that point. Mm-hmm. I like bro, everyone was I mean, it sounds weird, but everyone was following me. Like I just like felt like things were going my way. My sales were through the roof. My best year was that whole COVID year because of people getting all these stimulus checks, trying to just spend their money like crazy. And oh my gosh. I sold, I had over a thousand shipments in my first year. I was like, wow, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. And you're official. You have an LLC. I have an LLC now. Yeah. It's officially official. Like I'm, I'm doing this. It's, there's no stopping it. Like, of course you have doubts here and there. And like when I had the issue with the shirt and that didn't like that failed, but like that's life. It's just, you you gotta, The most successful people in the world have gone through so much more failure than you yeah, than yeah. you have. So you have to realize, like, you have to love the process. Like Gary V says, he always says, you have to love the process of, like, going from the bottom to the top. Like, everyone wants it so quick nowadays. Yeah, it's insane. That, that's what it's about. It's just the whole process of getting there is what's fueling your your want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, because I, I kind of say it a lot, um, but my brother, he wanted to start a gym. He still does. Mm-hmm. And he sees, like, all these gyms that are coming out of Houston or whatever, and he's like, uh, I'm like, start buying the equipment, you know, and then and then get your space. And he's like, yeah, because yeah, when I get my space, I want I want a big space. And I'm just like, no, bro, like, they started in a little warehouse, so they started in their garage, you know, yeah. and it's like... But he's like, nah. But it, I, I gotta, I gotta get a blacked out gym. I want badass equipment. I'm like, bro, it's like, there's it's no story. There's like no that. story behind yeah, it. Like, like people like to see, like, oh, I used bro. to go when he was in the, in the garage, you know, and now he's in this yeah. space, and you know, you you build a family around that. You build a following and a story and shit. You know, true. So. It's so much harder to like start something <laughs> when you have like super high expectations like yeah, that. Like when yeah. you judge yourself if you had something less. Because mm-hmm. when I started my page, I at first was like, it, this, like, I had a certain expectation of like, oh, I can't post this. Like, it's got to be at this certain time. And two, like, I have to make the picture look nice. It's got to be a certain way. But then I was like, you know, because I was seeing like what other, these bigger accounts were doing and how like it looked good. And like, this was getting likes. This was getting like lots of engagement. Yeah. It's like, you just got to go for it. And the experience and the knowledge and your just your the way your professional ability that's not a word the way your business <laughs> He's looks just making a whole yeah dictionary. i'm making a whole dictionary here with you guys no but the way that it just it's going to grow it's going to get better as you go so just fucking just do it just get consistent with it and it's it's just going to get better as yeah. time goes on if you look at how my pictures were and the clothing i was selling and all that to where compared to where it is now, my gosh, the amount of like, man, I got some good skills with the yeah. photo camera now. Is that, is that <laughs> yeah. all still there that on was your gonna page? Ask, is it on your page? Yeah, it still is there. I mean, you'll you'll you got to scroll back yeah. Uh, yeah. quite some quite some photos there, but you can definitely see the difference. I've always tried to be about being as professional 
with it as I can because yeah. you what you got to do is for anyone that's wanting to start their own vintage uh, clothing business, right? You you're gonna want to look at people that you're inspired by, people that have made it in a way that are mm-hmm. doing really well that potentially have a store, right? And see like how are they conducting their business? How what are their pictures looking like? Yeah. What are they selling? What are they doing? And that's just how you you learn as you go. And that's exactly what I did. And that's a lot. I attribute that a lot to my success because you gotta, you have to do like, it's almost in a way it's like a research. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. this research on what, how to do it correctly, do it good in a way that people think for one, I'm a trustworthy business because of course I'm only, a, if you're only like 400 followers, you're like, Oh, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to trust this business. If it looks professional, it looks good. They got a website, blah, blah, you know, Mm-hmm. Then you're like, okay, yeah, this is actually someone who really takes care of their stuff, is legit about this, is not just some potential scammer in a way, yeah. right? And who inspires you out of like the thrift stores or like yeah. other thrift thrifters? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I definitely want to shout out Charlie at, with Alabama Vintage and Huntsville mm-hmm. Vintage because they were one of the people I followed early on before I started vintage and it was always buying clothes from them. Another store is tailgate classics and they sold a lot of like uh, vintage, like fraternity clothes, like old school polos. Like, you know, that was kind of my scene in high school and in college. Like we were always wearing the fraternity type stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what kind of like brought me into that scene of knowing like, Oh, this shit's cool. This shit's old stuff from the past. Yeah. So I've truly got inspired by those two accounts, but the main one, I'd probably say is a Sandlot Vintage, and he's just killing it. He is killing it on TikTok now, too. I think he's almost at a million followers on TikTok. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And on, on Instagram, it's like 50K. And I just like, okay, I see how he's doing this. I'm just going to try and replicate it as much as I can, but spin it my way. Yeah. yeah. You know, spin yeah. it a little my way, and it's just it's done numbers for me. It's crazy. <laughs> Two years in this, and I'm at... Five five thousand a hundred followers. I mean, who would have fucking yeah. thought? And the number yeah. the number's gonna keep going up. You know, it's yeah. just you know, it, unless you get canceled or whatever. You know. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> he doesn't believe in that. Yeah, yeah. we're not manifesting that. <laughs> we're not. No, no we're not no. manifesting that at all. No, that's no. That's so fine. That's so funny. Did you have uh, something else? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, uh, well, you talked about it a little bit. I was mm-hmm. gonna say like, just something was. Uh, what was the craziest like like hat or shirt, shirt. that you own or you found yeah, or true or okay. what was your biggest flip my biggest flip so it's not vintage related but i'll still say it doesn't matter it doesn't care i don't care um i hit on the sneakers app can you guess what shoe it's a travis scott shoe no i wouldn't know maybe. you maybe would know yeah i don't I honestly don't know him by name so okay well you know, with the one with the backwards Nike check, the high top, the brown one. Yeah. You've seen it. Yeah. I hit on that one. That shoe was like 180 retail. And like, this was, this was when I was like in the sneaker stuff in oh, okay. like 2019. Okay. Right. And I was like, this guy I followed that sold sneakers. He was like, <laughs> this is a crazy story. So he was like, yo, he put on his story. say, Hey, can y'all enter into this raffle for me? And if you win, I'll pay you some money. I started looking up. What the fuck? Why is he wanting to do this? 
Like, what is this shoe going for on <laughs> yeah. StockX? Mm-hmm. Of course, I got to do my research on this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, this shit's going for $1,000, this shoe, and it's not even sold publicly publicly yet, like public re- release. So I was like, fuck. Let me enter this raffle, like this guy said. I enter the raffle. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm available. Like, it says, like, I can pick a shoe size. So I pick a shoe size. I was just, like, picking a shoe size. And it says, error, error. I just fuck it. And I just go, like, size 11. Click. It's in my cart. I, I I click at like I click like uh, check out and everything, and it just says got him <laughs> like like which basically means yeah, like yeah. you got the damn shoe right. And I was like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like I'm about to make some bread. <laughs> what? This is crazy. So the, everyone in the group chat, the guy asked, he's like, Yo, did anyone hit? Because I didn't. And everyone was like, Nah, nah. And I was like, Nah, <laughs> but really, I fucking did. And I was like, Hell. So that was my biggest (laughs) flip to date. I put it on offer up, just put it with like the receipt, the tags, you know, everything legit. And um, so that's another funny story on that is that I go to sell it to this guy. I get jibbed a hundred bucks. Basically, he he didn't give me a hundred, like he gave me a hundred less. Of course, we were counting the dollar bills out like so many, but like I kind of lost track and but I think he was he was definitely scheming. It was a little sketchy. Yeah. So I got jib a hundred bucks. But still, fuck it. At the end of the day, I made like seven hundred bucks off a pair of shoes. And that's the biggest flip to date, honestly. Imagine, like, who Dang. the fuck is buying? Yeah. I know. Well, now you know. <laughs> crazy thing. If I still held those sneakers till now, I think I'd make like two thousand bucks. It's insane. Yeah. I can't. I can't believe it. Yeah. That that is like um, that was a big flip. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's crazy. <bro. laughs> Today that is the biggest flip. Now vintage wise, like clothing wise, I don't like the one that's most memorable is that hat, like I said earlier, yeah. that I got from my friend's uncle and sold on that auction for two fifty. That's crazy. I yeah. mean that's I mean, insane it's a for a hat. hat. Yeah, it's, it's just like guys, this is just hats, but no, like people well, are these collectors like crazy. I know. I mean, you just have to like have the perfect audience for it. Yeah, you really oh, do. I guess um, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and that'll be our last. I time can right? just. Oh, okay. Okay, perfect. That's cool. Um, so we were talking about your biggest um, flip, right? Biggest flip. And it was but the, for vintage clothing. It was the hat, right? Was the hat correct? Yeah, mm. insane that you can make that much off a hat, right? Did you ever think that? No, I wouldn't pay mm-hmm. for it, so I it never. Yeah, my right. Mind. <laughs> like, I personally would never pay for that. Like the most I've spent on a vintage hat is a hundred bucks, and like I'm really like I don't think I could do more than that. It's just yeah. like because you know when you go to the thrift store, you realize oh shit, this is so cheap, it's good, you yeah. know. And then you realize like why am I gonna spend like shit tons of money, you know? True. At the end of the day, do you really need it? You yeah, know? like yeah. that. It's so. really not. It's this is all material stuff. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. you don't yeah. really need but, it but i mean there is people that are that find like find you know those hats like very valuable you know yeah. or maybe meaningful like yeah it, to them. it could be yeah it could be like oh yeah my grandfather grandfather used to wear that hat like i really want it you know yeah and i can't like find it anywhere so i just gotta have it and that's uh, it's a lot of the times like with these collectors they just gotta have it yeah but a lot of them i will say a lot of them are doing it for the clout and that's something that not a lot of people speak about. I just you can you can read some people, mm-hmm. and they're just doing it so that it looks cool. Like, oh, he's got that shit. Oh, oh, that well, means he has. Too. That means he has bread. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got money and, oh, he's cool. So I'm going to follow him because he's got that hat. He's cool. He's got a good collection. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to judge anybody, but you, sometimes it's a little too easy to notice on yeah. some people. <laughs> like, it's just, you can tell. Especially when they're like a newer account just starting out because you, you're seeing what they're buying and what they're selling. Of course, they're only going off there after all the stuff that's super wow. hot right now. Yeah. Then you start to realize, okay, is this person really in it for like something long term? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it's so easy to weed out. Those oh, people. yeah. Yeah. And then you said earlier, like for if somebody wants to start their own, you know, thrifting business. Yeah. Do research. But what would be like a good tip? A good tip. Or like a your tip to them. Tip to them, yeah. Hmm. So I would probably say that, man, that's a tough one. What would you say? Now, I'll, once you once you kind of speak on it, I'll probably have a better idea. <laughs> but when when you kind of, st- like, when did you start thrifting? Uh, Man, I don't know. It was in 2019. 2019? Yeah, because it was after, it was like late 2019 because Milo was a year he turned a year in 2019 okay. in July. And then what were you doing to kind of familiarize yourself more with what to go after? Uh, I was watching Paul Cantu. Paul Cantu. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then following um, certain accounts. I didn't even know there was like a whole like people had a, accounts dedicated to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just, mm-hmm. I was just. And and even then, I was just following people that started buying or wearing vintage clothes. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's dope. You know, rap tees and, you know, shit like that. Exactly. Um, so that's pretty much what I went off of. But then mm-hmm. whenever I first got my, I went thrifting and I'm like, I'm going to try it. And I think I bought like 10 shirts or whatever. And it was nothing special, though. You know, it's just, I don't know. I, I, and I would be like, oh, it has to be single stitch, yeah, you know, right. shit like that, you know. And I was like, all right, it has to, it has to have that. And maybe out of out of the ten, one of them was like that, and I'm like, okay, it's it's you know, yeah, okay, well, okay, now now I have a better yeah. idea of what to tip tip somebody, um, like a great tip, tip them so, good, tip them good, that's right. <laughs> I would probably say like, of course, the most generic thing to say is like, you want to go after single stitch clothing because that's like the most noticeable thing to go after when you're just scrolling through the thrift store, t-shirt mm-hmm. wise, right? Mm-hmm. To know, like, it's true vintage from the 90s and older, yeah. right? Like, that's your best tip. But if you're asking, like, I don't know what your to, question... If your question was, like, it, like um, was it more business-related or was it more, like, thrift knowledge-related? Either. I think it... Yeah, it'd be either. Or more, like, okay, what would be, a, like, a good motivator to them to get to get it started? To get it started. Um, I think your best bet is to just go straight into one don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks because at the end of the day it's all about consistency one two just staying true to yourself and three just it's crazy but like like i said like just don't give a fuck what anyone thinks (laughs) just do it just do it it's like it's so cliche like but like nike says like just do it Mm -hmm. yeah the knowledge is going to come as you go this any business is about connections and who you know that's that's how you become successful in this world is by knowing how to speak with people if you don't know how to talk to anyone 
you will learn. Oh, yeah, the, you got to learn because <laughs> you got a long road ahead yeah. of you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think another thing you said earlier, too, was um, that I really liked that I was going to tell you maybe um, uh, the that you said there's more buyers than sellers at the end of the day. Yeah. There, there, so there is. So you don't need to be worried about it. You, yeah. you just need to realize, like, if you want this, if you want to do if you want to try this out, by all means, like hit me up. I have all the tips I can, I can help you out. Like I'm all here, like I said earlier about teaching how it works and teaching the ways, because when I talked to the people that inspired me, they helped me and they didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, it's, what's so cool is that now that my page has kind of matured, it's been a little bit, it's like, it's been two years now. I've had so many reach out to me and say like, you inspired me. To start my business. Mm. That's better. That's like the Isn't craziest that, like, feeling. Isn't that such a great feeling? It is such a great feeling. And like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm just, I mean, hey, I just learned from people around mm-hmm. me. And that's just how this shit works. And it's yeah. crazy where it's gone. And that's the big, like the biggest tip. You're going to do good in this business. If one, you show you care. And two, you're consistent and three, like, you just, you got to make friends. Like, this is just, like, you got to build this connection with people. Yeah. This is, like, if you really enjoy it, like, you got to like the people you work with, the people that are that are your competitors. But at the end of the day, like, your homies, because this is still pretty small. Yeah. So everyone supports everyone at this point a little bit because you're so small. So mm-hmm. even your competitors support you because we all are trying to go up. Together. Together, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. So that's, like... Those are like some really good tips, I'd say, for for anyone that wants to start this. And where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram. They can find me on TikTok. And they can find me on Facebook. All at the Blue Bus Vintage. So, super easy to find. Um, What's crazy is, I didn't know this. Okay, so I I knew this, but like I was like, fuck it. I'm the (laughs) Blue Bus Vintage. There's actually a Blue Bus Vintage. She sells mainly... Uh, women's clothing and she's from canada mm. so we'll shout out her she's still she's still doing it uh, i don't follow her but that's just <laughs> no like no like i just don't want to but he's throwing yeah, it out yeah, there yeah. so it's the blue buzz there's vintage. the blue buzz vintage hey i'm an llc she's not so <laughs> who's the real legit one over here nah let me hu- let me humble myself down a little bit <laughs> how right. many followers does she have she's got she's got maybe like three thousand. Oh, okay so you're, no, yeah. you're yeah but you know what's crazy she named it because she actually had the bus but she oh. sold it so she, she really got the blue bus vintage or no now we're both in the same position so who's really gonna have the bus long term <laughs> me babe he's giving me stalker vibes yeah what's she doing now you know like i do check like every once in a while okay what is she up to has she stopped doing it yet so i'll tell her delete the page (laughs) because i've had people say yo there's someone doing blue buzz i'm like yeah i know (laughs) who started it first you or her she did first yeah but like Come so on, that was my name. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah. So when you were on Instagram, you know, the at, was it hard? Or did you literally put the Blue Buzz Vintage? I just literally put, at, at first, like, I always think, like, names that say the something just sounds oh, more, okay. legit more legit at the end yeah. of the day, right? Like, there's a store <laughs> called The Closet. 
Well, that sounds better than, oh, yeah, you're trying to go to the, you know, well, of course, then you say you're trying to go to the closet. Yeah. You don't say you're trying to go to closet, yeah. for, for instance, right? So <laughs> the just makes it like more. the Blue Bus Vintage. Yeah. You know, it's more legit. <laughs> well, shout out to you. His information will be in the description. Link. I mean, yeah, description. The description. description. <laughs> we'll below. pop it up right here, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. We'll <laughs> have his If Rolly ad. knows how to do this, it can pop it up right here. <laughs> well, it's, it's hover over up. my hands. I can, I can do the, it. <laughs> it's going to pop up at the beginning, too, right? Yeah, it'll pop up in the beginning, too. Yeah. Perfect. Didn't you want to give a special shout-out to somebody? Yes. Special shout-out to my honey, Sarah. <laughs> I love you. Episode 50, or maybe 100, just a multiple of 25. You'll be right here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sarah. Looking forward to meeting you as well. Don't forget, this is episode 25, episode yep. 25. And um, subscribe, like, follow us on Instagram. Everything yeah. will be in yes. the description below. And also, this is our first episode that we have two cameras. Oh, yeah. So we're trying out different angles, trying to figure it out. Uh, let us know how we did. Do you like the setup? You know, um, mm-hmm. let us know. Let us know in the comments. It looks good. We want to know what y'all think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it. All right. Peace. 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 Deuces.